Today, my, my, my sermon is entitled, Say What the Lord Says. Yeah. Say What God Says. Come on. Somebody type that in the chat room for me right now. Say What God Says. Go ahead, Sister Sherry. You can type it. Say What God Says in the comment section, wherever you're watching from. I want you to type, Say What God Says. Say What God Says. Have you ever said something in your life? You're typing away. Clip, clip, click, click, click. Your phone is mad loud, by can the way. Can I tell you something very funny? Sure, you can interrupt my sermon and tell oh, me okay, something funny. It better be funny. Let's see this, Church City. Go ahead, This girl. is very embarrassing, mm -hmm. but for years, right, I knew how to type fast a little bit, and for then I stopped, and I start doing, like, the two index fingers, right? So I took a... Wow, you actually on a computer typing? Yeah, so the other day... I said, let me just test and see, you if know, you how right with one word per minute. Yeah, that's terrible. Terrible. So that's why it took me so long. So I guess it wasn't that funny. That's but what you I've stopped. Been... You stopped the word of the Lord to tell people you could type one word a minute. Yeah, but I improved to two. And it's There's people that's desperate for the word of the Lord. And you felt it necessary Because to I was taking long there's, to type. There's lives that depend <laughs> on the gospel. I'm sorry. Son. There's people who is hoping <laughs> For a word today. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I'm joking. I know. All right. Let's go. Amen. Let's go. To the word of the Lord. <laughs> One word a minute. Amen. Yes. So you're a little faster with the text. A little bit. Yeah. So that's, that's you know what I mean? Say what God says. Say what God says. I didn't see anyone else typing it Only you typed me. it? Come. Oh, Who? so something wrong with my, my phone. Something wrong with your phone, something yeah. wrong with your typing, something. Oh, amen. Today we're going to talk about, amen. I love you, Sherry. Love you too. Amen. Today we're going to talk about, say what God says. Have you ever in your life said anything you wish that you didn't say? Yeah. Has your mouth ever gotten you in trouble? Are you in a situation right now because you needed to just throw your mouth away. <laughs> you know, there are times when you speak too much. Mm. There are times when you didn't say enough. There are times when you said the wrong thing. If you lived on planet Earth, I am sure yeah. that you have said something you thoroughly regret. Yeah. Maybe there was a time you should have said no. Instead, you said yes. Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. See, you know, I believe in having a strong note no. in your spirit. <laughs> because all my life I've been taught how to say yes, yeah. to be kind, to be loving, to care. Until I grow older and I realize there's some people out here that need a strong no. <laughs> Come on, somebody type strong no. Sometimes you got to have the ability. You will save your own life mm. when you... Sometimes tell people, I just can't do that. Yeah, that's true. Got to have a strong no in you. Come on. Mm -hmm. And we are going to be judged by what we say. Mm. Not only by what we say we're going to be judged, but sometimes life can hit you so hard that it forces you to speak a certain way. You can tell what a person is thinking by the way they are constantly speaking. It's true. You can tell where a person's mind is by the words that come out of his mouth. Mm. And 
what I want you to know is that you can only say what God says if you've been hanging with God, mm. right? Yeah. I want to start off with a quick story. There was a U.S. Navy sailor. I mean, this guy was somebody who achieved the highest rank. Mm. And one night, he was on his ship. Mm -hmm. And as he looked ahead, he saw an, a bright light shining at him. And it seemed to be another vessel. Mm -hmm. But the vessel was coming straight towards him as he was going straight towards it. Mm -hmm. And the vessel would not move. He keeps coming, and he noticed... He's signaling, flashing the lights, yeah. but this vessel is just still there and would not move. Mm. So he figured, I'm going to run up and jump on the loudspeaker on the bullhorn and scream something to this guy. Mm. He said, uh, attention sailors or whatever, whatever word they use, right? <laughs> this is the U.S. such and such, and uh, we are coming straight towards you. We need you to move. Then he heard a voice respond, we will not move. You need to turn and go the other way. So he said, who is this telling me what to do? Right? So he got back on his speaker. He said, I am captain such and such of the highest rank of he started listing his whole resume mm -hmm. and i'm telling you that this u.s uh ship is coming towards you and you need to move with all authority in me mm -hmm. and then the voice got quiet and the voice respond we are the lighthouse mm -hmm. and we can't move mm -hmm. you better turn that ship <laughs> Here's the point. He was saying something, but the position that the other person was in, mm. what he said, trumped everything else that was being said. Right. Y'all follow that? Yeah, yeah. You are trying to say something to force change. Mm. But <laughs> but the position that the lighthouse was in. You can't change him. Mm. He's unmovable. Yeah. And what he says changes your position. Mm. Oh, gosh. Yes. Somebody, somebody ought to shout amen. Yeah. The captain was trying to speak and change the position of something of a higher authority. Mm. And most of us, you know, when we, when we hear say what God says, we think what we speak God should do. Mm, yeah. instead of what God says we should come in alignment with. Right, right, Hallelujah. Right. Come on, somebody. Yeah. I'm preaching better than this camera is responding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes we think that if we say it, it should automatically happen. No, there is an authority that if you come in alignment with, as a matter of fact, if that sailor didn't hear the voice mm. of the one in authority in the lighthouse, he would have crashed. Yeah, yeah. It is important to say what God says. Yeah. If God says turn, then we saying it's time to turn. Mm -hmm. Whatever God says. Shall we pray before we go into my scripture this Amen. morning? Father, I thank you for everybody watching. I know that was a sermon in all by itself there just in the intro. Yeah. And I know somebody's already being blessed. 
But I just ask for the next few moments that I've got with them that you would have your way in Jesus name. Amen. I'm going to take you in the book of Luke because what I'm going to do from now till Christmas is take these Christmas stories Mm. and y'all know I like to unpack them Mm -hmm. because I love Christmas. In the book of Luke chapter one, verse number uh, five, I think we're going to go from verse number five. This is what it reads. It says, in the time of Herod, the king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron, and both of them were upright in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and regulations blamelessly. But they had no children because Elizabeth was barren. And they were both a well along in years. I want to stop right there mm-hmm. before I read on. The Bible says that these two people, Zachariah, the priest, and Elizabeth, uh, uh, the wife of this priest, were both people who loved God, mm-hmm. lived right, lived blameless, observed all the commandments. And then the Lord throws in there, but they couldn't have a child mm. have you ever felt like and i'm talking to some believers there mm-hmm. now that i've been living right i've been doing everything you've asked lord mm. i've been talking i've been i've been i've been lining up with you but in your life even though you have been living Just pretty much every day trying to walk for the Lord, there Mm. is something in your story Mm. that doesn't line up with the way you live. Mm. I'm living for God. So why is this happening? Have you ever had that happen to you? Is, is that a, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one. Have you, you, you see, oftentimes we've been taught that I'm going to move this mic over again. <laughs> it's this chair. It's this chair. I'm going to move this mic. Oftentimes we've been taught, Sister Sherry, mm. that being a believer means that you are excluded from issues and problems. But that ain't the truth. What I know about being a believer is not the absence of trouble. There's plenty of it that you will face. And sometimes if you're not careful, you can you can be serving God to the point where you say after a while, Lord, is this really working? Because I've been serving you faithfully and the way that I'm serving is not equaling the dilemma that has been in my life. Mm. And for these two people, it has been a dilemma that is a serious one. For here is a woman that couldn't, the Bible said she was barren. Mm. Here's the thing about it. Her whole biological makeup Mm. was made so that she can produce a child. And it is so frustrating Mm. when you have the potential, Mm. when you were created for it, when everything in nature says this is what you ought to produce. And everybody else who have what you have is Mm. producing Mm. except you. Mm. 
everybody else's life is going somewhere. You look over and you see this one moving. This one starting a business. Mm -hmm. This one going to school. This one career is taking off. And this one's kids are doing. And my kids is. Mm -hmm. And come on, somebody talk to me in here. This one finances is looking. He getting married. Mm -hmm. She getting married. You get a husband. You get a wife. You you get a career. You get a. And you get. And every. You got a degree and still can't get a good job. Mm -hmm. You got talent and nobody want to hear you. Mm -hmm. You know how you posting all day and you get four likes. Mm -hmm. You showing your business and you do. And it just seems like I'm live God. I'm doing right. I could be doing so many other things. Evil. I'm serving you. I'm putting you first. But when I look over here, my kids, my family, my marriage, my everything is falling apart. Mm -hmm. God. Why? And let me tell you something. Sometimes we believe just because we we are are sinners, things go wrong. No, sometimes you could be perfectly serving God. And what you're supposed to do just is a fight. Mm. Have you ever had to fight to get to your next? Have, is anybody watching me just feel like, like you got to fight? Like, like, like everything you've ever put your hands to, it comes with a fight. Mm. I want to make a joke right there, but I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> I know it's coming. You feel like you got knocked out like some, <laughs> yeah. I'm a, don't wear them colors. <laughs> Shout out to Steve, but Steve, you should really not follow the Knicks anymore after last night. If you don't know, don't worry about it. If you know, you know. That's my guy, too. Heartbreak. Have you ever felt like you got to fight? I feel like that. I feel like everything I touch in life comes with a hard fight. I feel like everything, I feel like everything that I... But you know what I've learned? That it's never going to come without a fight. Mm. The expectancy that things will just be easy is the wrong expectancy. And when you have the wrong expectancy, you have the wrong preparation. If you think you're just going to walk into a ring Mm. without prepping before, you're going to get knocked out. If you think that you are going to achieve anything in this life and have don't have a fight, you are thinking wrong. Mm. And because you're thinking wrong, there's no prep. Oh, so before you get the marriage, while you are still single, you should be prepping. Mm. Because when the marriage comes, you think that's going to solve singleness. You don't know there's a whole nother world called married life. You think that being broke, when you get money, it'll solve your issues. Mm. But you don't know that when you get money, money doesn't make you or change you. It makes you more of what you already are. So if you smoke one pack of cigarette today, you think when you get money, you'll quit. Mm. When you get money, you'll smoke 10 packs. You think when I get money, 
money. I'll, I'll, you think when I get money, I'll, uh, I'll overcome these issues. Those, I'll stop buying so many sneakers when I get money. You'll buy more. Money makes you more of what you are. The next level only amplifies the deficiencies in the current level. Mm. That was a tweet. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. The next level will amplify the deficiencies in the first level. So when, when you're asking God for the next level and it's coming with a fight, what God is trying to do is prepare you, mm. hallelujah, for the next level. Because if you aren't ready for it, hallelujah, you're going to get Hallelujah. I didn't want to do that today. This, you know, it just happened to line up, y'all. Come on. That's my guy. Hallelujah. Mike looked good last night, though. Mike looked. Roy, Roy looked good, too. They look. This little shake. Amen. Amen. Roy still got, you know. But Roy was tripping when Roy said he won. Roy thought he Roy, yeah. Roy, Roy was breathing like this. This ain't got nothing to do with my sermon. But I just gotta tell y'all this. Roy was breathing like this at the end of the interview. Ooh, it hurt. Ooh, he hit me. Ooh, he looked. But I, but I won. Like your whole ribs look broken right anyway. And Tyson's just like, yeah, ready to do this again. We can do this again. You got hit hard, but. You got hit. <laughs> but you took it. Yeah, you took Mike, it. Mike, like, you took it. <laughs> Roy's like, whoo. Whoo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ain't nobody going to tune into our programming anymore Ooh. if we don't stick to yeah. this Bible. Woo. <laughs> 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 Amen. Here we go. Somebody please tell us if you're with us and you're enjoying us. Encourage us. Encourage us this morning. But the Bible says here that this man was loving the Lord. But the one thing he probably wanted, he couldn't get. A child. And everybody knows as a woman, especially in this society, bringing forth children was an honor. And you know what begins to happen? When you have lived with the problem for so long, you begin to not think of ways to change it anymore. Mm. What you then begin to do is think of ways to just live with it. Mm. And you go to the point now where you're not just living with it, it is your norm. You've accepted it. And you don't even want nobody to mess with it. Mm. Mm, come on. Yeah. It's like when you go to the family Thanksgiving dinner mm. and somebody bring up, how's uncle? We don't talk about that. Mm. There's some areas. We don't. Mom, how's. There's some things in some people's lives that they don't bring up. Because they have learned to live with it. They have made up in their mind, maybe God wants this to be like this. Mm. If God never told you that's how he wanted to be, then don't you make up God's mind for him. Right. You never know when a breakthrough is around the corner. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there might be a reason why you have gone through what you've gone through. Mm -hmm. Because what you're about to birth 
is not going to be normal. Mm. And so it cannot come from normal circumstance. Yes. So you understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And what this woman was about to give birth to Elizabeth mm-hmm. was no normal child. Yeah. And so here on the side of when there was no child, they're thinking God has forgotten about this. We don't talk about this. We don't bring that up. She's mm-hmm. barren. It is what it is. He does his priestly duties. I, we do what we have to do in society and we stay quiet. Right, yeah. Sister Sherry? Mm-hmm. And they move on with life. But Little did they know that what they're experiencing is because God has a special. I thank God when I look back now for the times when I thought he was, he had forgotten me when he was actually preparing me for something greater. Look, I don't know if my next scripture could pop up and and they'll hear me say, let's try it again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I'll be looking like Roy Jones out here. Amen. There we go. I think it works. Verse 7 says this. But they had no children. They had no children because Elizabeth was barren and they were both along in years. Now watch the story. Once when Zechariah division was on duty, he was serving as the priest of God. He was chosen by Lot. I want to stop right there. Lot comes from Lottery. Mm-hmm. He was, right. put that scripture back up there. I want y'all to see this this morning. Look at what it says, y'all. Church City, look at this. It says he was chosen by Lot. Y- y'all see that? He was chosen by, it don't go together is <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you. You can't be chosen by Lot. Oh. Lottery is chance. Mm. Chosen is on purpose. Mm. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So so let me break down context what's going Mm. on there. These priests, there were so many of them and it was an honor to serve in the temple. And it was almost like a once in a lifetime, once in a a, a wild Mm -hmm. opportunity that you as a priest, all you've ever trained for to be able to serve and burn incense in the temple. Mm -hmm. And so the way they did this was by lottery, by lot, Mm -hmm. casting lots. Mm -hmm. That means you have a statistical chance of this happening. But the Bible words it this way. He was chosen Mm -hmm. By chance. Mm. It wasn't chance that he was chosen Mm. by. It was God choosing him. Sometimes you might think there are situations that you fall into accidentally. Mm. I want you to know with the God we serve for the believer, there are no accidents. Hallelujah. And I believe it is worded the way it is worded because it wasn't a lot that got him there, but he was chosen. God chose him through the chance. God took what you thought was accidental Mm -hmm. as a choosing Mm -hmm. to put you. Have you ever stumbled on something by accident that became a blessing? Come on, y'all gonna make me tear this. Have you? Some of my greatest blessings was by accident. Mm -hmm. And when I look back and I put the pieces together, (laughs) it was was accidentally how I met you. (laughs) One of my greatest blessings is sitting next to me. Mm -hmm. It was an accident how I met you. Mm -hmm. I 
went to watch Jerry Springer in your college. Y'all ain't hearing me. Don't watch Jerry Springer. Don't condone it. This was my past life. Hallelujah. I was a young man and this I, I said, I was in college and I said, yo, this show crazy. And me and my boys wanted to watch it and we walked into the room and there you were. Hallelujah. And a week later, you walked into the church building and I said, whoa, I bumped into her the other who this girl mm-hmm. and then you called me over to ask me something which we for, forever never yes. reveal hallelujah but i always bring up because i want them <laughs> they want to know you know what i mean that every time you tell them more is the more they're gonna want to know mm-hmm. but 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 it was by accident that i bumped into you and we became a couple hallelujah yes. and from this union mm-hmm. i have been blessed mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I had no intentions of bumping into you. You know what I'm talking about. And there are many times like that in life. You accidentally discovered you had a talent by accident. You you accidentally created something. You put it on a website and then everybody loved it. You you accidentally. Come on. Have you ever been blessed accidentally? Mm. It wasn't no accident. Chosen by. How am I preaching this morning, y'all? I want my church back. I want my church back. Mm. Put my scripture back up. We're chosen by lot. There are no chances in God. Mm. God used what you think is coincidence. Hallelujah. And look, and he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for burning incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Watch this. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. Hallelujah. And when Zechariah saw him, he was startled and gripped with fear. Now, now is where you start to really see he's not chosen by lot, but chosen by God. Because God had already prepared an angel to come into that room. So Zechariah had to be the one burning incense. Hallelujah. Let's move on. And he was scared. He was scared out of his mind. He was startled and gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been. Ooh, that is a moment to rejoice. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Imagine if God said to you, your prayer has been heard. What type of dance would you do? What type of breakthrough would take place? If God came through and said, Rich, I heard you last Wednesday. I heard Mm. your cry. I heard your distress. And it has been heard. At that point, for me, hallelujah, Mm. for me and my house, we getting up. Hallelujah. If, If God says to you, your prayer has been heard, that should be it. But sometimes when you live so long with a problem that even when an angel tell you your prayers have been heard you start to say I'll see it I believe it when I see it I mean we tell ourselves if God told me my prayers have been heard I should be rejoicing but the fact is we know biblically that for the believer when we pray and we ask anything in the name of Jesus he has heard so we don't have to wait for an angel to come tell us God has heard God has heard you the problem is have you been living with the problem so long that even though you know God has heard you, you just don't think he'll change it mm. or even respond? Mm. 
Come on, talk to me in yeah. this place, Sister yeah. Sherry. Sometimes I know, I know, just like I said, if I if I only knew God heard my prayers, I'd, I'd be tearing stuff up. Let me tell you, God heard every prayer you prayed. God will answer every one of them in the right way. God will give you breakthrough. God will come through for you. But the problem is sometimes. Pastor Rich, you don't know what I've been going through. Mm. You don't know what this marriage has been like for the last 10 years. Mm. You don't know what is happening in my body. You don't know the sicknesses. You don't know how much I've tried and tried. You don't know my family. Yeah. You don't know the people that hurt me. Mm. I know you telling me things is going to change and relationships will get better, but you don't know. You don't. Do not have a clue. It's easy for you to look into this camera and tell me God has heard. It's easy for you to look into this and tell me this. Every preacher I've ever heard preached me out and you're coming out of this and come. But they don't know. And I know God hears my prayers, but I am convinced that he probably will never change it for me. And the angel said, God has heard your prayers. What is his reaction? Throw my scripture up for me, please, Seth. His reaction is, the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son and you are to give him the name John. That name has a meaning. And he will be the joy and the delight. And, he go, and it goes on, and I want to jump ahead, Hallelujah. To put up my next scripture, I want to jump ahead to what? What is that? Verse 10? 18. 18. Look at verse 18. The angel explained to him what John will be like. And then in 18, after the angel has spoken and said, you're going to have this boy. He's going to be this. He's going to be strong. He's going to be mighty. He's going to be all these things. You think Zachariah is getting ready to break out the organ now and go nuts in the, in the temple? Nope. Zachariah is more like me God I just don't I just don't I don't even want that no more <laughs> it's been so long that this dream don't come true that I I buried that I moved on look at Zechariah Zechariah asked the angel how can I be sure of this number one I'm old my time has passed and my wife is well along in years. That's what he, he, he in other words, he said, I've buried that dream. Right. I've, I've gotten to a place where even if that were true, my body don't do that no more. Mm. And my wife is old. I know you're telling me this. But how can I be sure? And Gabriel flipped on him. Mm. And this is where I'm going to land. Gabriel said, your mouth is a problem. Put this camera back on. Put this, put this mic. Let me put Y'all understand? I'm about to preach. And Gabriel said, you know what your problem is? Your mouth right now. You... Don't even understand that it wasn't by lot you were chosen. <laughs> you, you got an angel in front of you. Mm. And you going to speak your problem above me? Mm. Look at what Gabriel says. Look at the scripture. Look at it. Look, I know I'm giving you a lot of work today, Seth. Look at what's working you like Roy Jones, busting them <laughs> ribs up. Hallelujah. 
Barbecue ribs. <laughs> Every time you turn to click that button. All right. Look at what the angel said. Look, 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 Sister Sherry. Look, look. The angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence like, of God. Bro, do you know where I live at? I live in the presence of God. And I have been sent to speak like he don't do this often. <laughs> Keep it on the scripture. I want him to see. Like Gabriel is saying, he don't do this often. I've been sent specially to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now, guess what's going to happen to you? Because you don't talk right, you're going to have to shut up until... The day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their proper time. In other words, Gabriel said, the problem with you is that, first of all, I'm standing and I'm Gabriel. I am the one who I do. You know, when I'm not here where I am, I'm in the presence of God. God, hallelujah, I, I, I see who he is, I behold his glory, and let me tell you, his glory is amazing, he's holy, he's unique, there ain't a thing he can't do, he speaks and it obeys, he is the God, I, I am coming from the presence of something that is holy, and I am before you today and he is who sent me here and you got the nerve not to side with him but to side with your problem and to side with your conflict and you speak your situation rather than say what God just said you know what your problem is you talk too much and the angel said you ain't gonna speak another word until it happens. I don't know about you, Sister Sherry. Mm. Oh, but I'm grateful to God for the times he shut my mouth. Yes, yes. You know, I'm not in trouble for the things I didn't say. Mm. It's the things that I said yes, yes. that got me in trouble. It was that time that I should have said no, but I said yes. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. You know when they sweet talk you mm. and they whispered in your ears mm. and told you, baby, mm. you like Baskin Robbins. Mm. You got 30 one flavors mm. come on girl mm. it's me you against the world bonnie and clyde and you should have said no but mm. you said yes and mm. because you didn't hallelujah you know when somebody said i got this business opportunity for mm. you and it's about to take off you about to get paid you should have said no but you said yes mm. it was times when you walked over and said something that you should not have said that time somebody got on your nerves during mm. thanksgiving and you told that family member i'm sick and tired you know what i'm gonna tell you about yourself no no y'all ain't gonna stop me y'all know how i get down everybody gotta get a piece of my mind and i'm gonna tell you about yourself and you walked out of there and now you bitter and lonely because you know how you get down <laughs> No, I'm talking, y'all, come on, talk to me in here. It is you. You want to walk into people's job just because you tell everybody you got an attitude. You transfer that to the job environment. You want to talk about it's the, it's, it's the systems of society that got me. To, no, how about you show up to work late and you got to, you just don't know how to show 
shut your mouth. You go into the people's job and you want to tell the people how they should run their job and you have never done anything with your own. Have you? Come on, I've been, I'm not preaching to you. I'm talking to me. Sometimes God got... Sometimes I meet great people and in five minutes, the stupidity in me want to tell this great man what he ought to do. And Mm. God has to say, boy, I'm about to rip your lips off your (laughs) face because you about to talk yourself out of a blessing when you get around greatness, Mm. when you are in the presence Mm. of an angel, Mm. when you are in the presence of people that are greater than you, shut your Mouth. You know. Yes. <laughs> I'm having too much fun on this mm. microphone today. I'm all mm. shout. I'm all up on the mic today mm. too. It's gonna be loud. Hallelujah. You, you understand what I'm saying? Mm. Have you ever? You you know, in the marriage, be a wise husband. Mm. Something. Mm. Stop. <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet for the rest of this week. <laughs> Stop it. It's what you say, and I thank God because. The places that I've been and the doors he's opened and the levels he's brought me to, I wasn't smart enough to get there. Mm. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Come on, admit it. I wasn't, I wasn't intelligent enough for the places God has brought me to mm. in my life. You don't understand what I'm saying. Sometimes, hallelujah, you feel I got to say more. I got I to gotta talk more. I got to do more. And sometimes mm. God says, it's what? It's not that you're saying. It's that you're saying the wrong thing, son. Mm. And the angel of God said, you talk too much and if you keep talking you're going to talk yourself out of this blessing Mm. if you're going to talk the next time you talk you're going to say what God says and the Bible says you're going to call his name John Mm. and can I show you something until you begin until you begin to change what you're saying and say what God says, it will never change. Mm. God says, my marriage will work. Hallelujah. God says, my children are blessed. Hallelujah. God says, if he be for me, who can be against me? God says, I will open doors that no man can shut. God says, I am your healer. Mm. God says, I have begun a good work. I will complete it. Mm. God says in all these things, you are more than a conqueror. God says if I be, oh, come Mm. on somebody, hallelujah. That's what God says. And until you start to say what God says, unless God has said otherwise, do not make up God's mind for him. And God said to this man, the next time you're going to speak is going to be what I said. Mm -hmm. And I want you to put up my last scripture. I believe it is, Sevy. Put up my last scripture. I I, I think it's my last one. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is in verse number what? What's that? 59. Look at what the Bible says. Now, the baby's born, Sister Sherry. Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody. I need you all to preach with me. I need a lot of amens, hallelujahs, and shouting on the internet right now. Come on. Hallelujah. Verse 59. The angel had already told him, Mary, uh, 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 we we at 59, right? The baby is born. Mm -hmm. So now the baby's born, and they got a father who can't talk. Mm. (laughs) Hallelujah. Put it back on me for a second. Put it back on me for a second. Put it back on me. Let me tell you something. He got the baby. You don't know why I'm laughing so much, huh? Roy Jones ribs. Hallelujah. I'm joking. 
Let me tell you something. God, God somebody going to have a business called Roy Jones Ridge. Watch. And I'll go eat there too. Amen. Watch. Everything he was dreaming about is now birthed. Mm, yeah. Come on, somebody. Yeah. He couldn't have a child. Mm. God said, shut your mouth mm. because you're going to keep wondering. See, God ain't called you to figure out how he's going to do it. Right, right. God just called you to trust that he's yes, going to do it. Yes. God didn't call you to trace him. Yeah. God called you to trust him. Yeah. The problem is you always want to figure out how he's going to do mm. it. You need to tell me how it's going to be done. Mm. Remember when you used to do math in school and you did eight times uh, five is whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they tell you, then go divide it now to make sure that oh, it's right. Yeah, like, check. check it and show me how it's so annoyed. It annoyed me in school <laughs> and it annoys me it now. Annoys and, I, it, it, and, it, and shy, <laughs> shy, truth be told, is the type of child. I got a child like that, that when you tell him something, he wants to know why and the intricacies. And at first I started following these new age philosophies on how to parent your child. Mm. It is good to explain to them because you came from a generation when the parents told you do it why because i said so yeah. and you just did it but now they say that wasn't good for the child mm. now you want to break down to the child mm. why so that he can have a better understanding and communication can open i found out that that don't work for every <laughs> child hallelujah right. some child will have you explaining why, why? forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and i said hold on wait a minute mm. i got the go back to old school philosophy <laughs> and I said to Shai yesterday Shai said I said put something he had his iPad I said put it down he said why I said because I said so he said why I said there is no other reason and tears in his eyes but daddy why I said I, you're not gonna like my answer son but the answer is not gonna change he said why do I have to put the iPad down I said the answer's still the same it's just because I said so but I need to know what's behind your thinking of why you want me to put it down because I said so and I wasn't moving from there I even felt the grace of God giving me patience mm. to keep saying that to mm. him because what I was trying to let him know is that son sometimes the relationship we have mm. I ain't gonna be able to break down the intricacies mm. and at times I'm gonna need you to move fast yeah. your life will depend on how fast yeah. and if you can't just trust my character right. and my integrity right. Right. and who I am as yes. a father yes. When I say something, mm -hmm. if every time I got to explain it, right. you won't move fast yes. enough. And if you don't move fast enough, you're going to miss your blessing. Yes. So the reason why you need to do what I say mm -hmm. is because I said it. Hallelujah. Yes. And the angel said, you ain't going to say another word until this baby is born. Mm. And he wasn't able to talk. Mm. And he watched it come to pass. And as he watched it there, he wants to talk, but he can't talk because God said, the only time you're going to talk is when you say what I say. And the Bible says in 59, throw up 59 there for me, Seth. Look at what it says. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child. Child is born eight days already. And they were going to name him after his father, Zachariah. But his mother spoke up and said, no, he is to be called John. Hallelujah. And they said to her, there is no one among your relatives who has that name? Mm. 
They then made signs to his father to find out what would, what would you like to name the child? He asked for a writing tablet. And to everyone's astonishment, look at what he wrote. His name is John. Immediately his mouth was open and his tongue was, you ain't going to speak until you say what I have said. Yes. Come on, somebody. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. He said, John, you ain't going to say a word Amen. until, hallelujah, you say what I say. I want to pull Amen. something up here. I'm done. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God, hallelujah. He's a good God. Amen. Amen. He's Come on, somebody. Yes. He's, he's a good God. Hallelujah. And uh, he ended up. See, this is why I got to have my church. Hallelujah. <laughs> I, I want to show you something, though. Mm. The name John alone mm. can destroy other religions. Mm. I ain't going to tell you that. You got to come to Bible study on Tuesday nights to know how just the name John alone is mm. so powerful, it dismantles other people's faith. Mm. Because here's the thing about it. My man could have felt like I'm being punished mm. because I didn't line up with God and God is unfair because now I'm being silenced and I feel like I'm in a zone because he allowed me to go through the season of barrenness and then when it was so hard, then he shut me up. Mm. But he gave me a child. Yeah. And eight days passed mm. and I can't even... Talk to the child. Mm. I can't even do what fathers do. I can't. I ain't going to do my baby voice. Y'all going to laugh at me. Big, big mind with a baby voice. That's Savannah. He can't even celebrate. He's now silenced. And the only time he could speak is when he wrote, his name is John. Why do you keep mentioning that name? Because the name John means Yahweh is gracious. Mm. Well, we know that child was coming to prepare the way of grace. Yeah. But before we get there, look at the family. Mm. They felt like they've been forgotten about. Right. And God gives them a son. And he names the son Yahweh. Is he ain't forget you. Yes. He ain't forget your problems. Mm. He ain't forget what you've been going through. Right. And until he wrote down, Yahweh is gracious. Mm. See, before he wasn't saying Yahweh was gracious. Right. Before he was saying, how could Yahweh possibly do this for me? Mm. There are some things that is even impossible for him. Mm. He said, no, son, mm. you need to learn about who I am yeah. and my grace. Mm. And he wrote, John. And when he wrote John, his mouth was open. Mm. And when he received the grace of God, yes. sometimes grace is hard to receive because it don't seem fair. Right. It don't seem like it makes sense. Mm -hmm. It seems like I always got to fight to get it. So how could you just give it to me like this now? Mm. And we know that child was coming to prepare the way of the grace giver. Yes. 
that child was coming to proclaim, there's one coming after I who's greater than me, whose sandals I'm not even worthy to unlash. I baptize with water, but he will baptize you with fire. His name is Jesus. God was declaring to the world, Yahweh hasn't forgotten about you, and his grace is still found in Jesus. Are you speaking Jesus? Or are you speaking a foreign language? I got problems, I know, but Jesus. My family's falling apart, but I know Jesus. Society's going crazy, I know, but Jesus. Oh, look at the world. They putting chips in people and, oh, it's a one world order and we dead. Look, 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 look what's happening. Yeah, but Jesus. Look at this generation. There's no joy. How could you enjoy the world anymore? Jesus. How could you be at peace? Jesus. I could go on and on with this message. I'm done here today, but Yahweh is gracious. And until you speak what Yahweh speaks, you will never experience what he has for you. I thank God for the times he has silenced me and taught me in the process Mm. of the silence. In those times, Sister Sherry, when nobody would call you know, everybody think the pastor's okay sometimes. Mm. Now, that ain't a license for all of y'all to call me mm. this week. I'm good. Mm. But there are times and moments when you go through and you cannot express what you're feeling. Mm. And all that's inside you is God. How? And you're going into depression and going into anxiety and fear and Sometimes you just don't want to do anything. Mm. But it is in that moment God is teaching you until you learn to say what I say, son. Mm. It ain't going to change. And then finally you begin to speak as he speaks. If God be for me. He who begun a good work is able. And when you begin to speak like that, loose in the name of Jesus, and a breakthrough comes. Mm. And this same God is gracious to you today. Would you bow your heads and pray with me today? Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, Sister Sherry. Shout in this house. Come on, shout on to God with a voice of triumph. If you don't know Jesus, ask him into your heart today. Pray with me. Say, Father God, I ask you to come into my life. Forgive me of every sin. Thank you for being gracious to me, dying on the cross, and freeing me from sin. I thank you that I'm your child. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for watching once again. We pray blessings on you and your family and we're doing a tremendous work here in new york city we believe the lord has called us here it cost us we are grateful for everyone that sows into our ministry and if you're watching and you feel led to sow you can go to churchcityusa.com you can sow into our ministry hey listen every bit help it doesn't matter how big or small we bless god for you and uh we love you and we want to continue to do the work of the ministry thank you this is your boy and i'm out 
Thank you for watching once again. We pray blessings on you and your family. And we're doing a tremendous work here in New York City. We believe the Lord has called us here. It cost us. We are grateful for everyone that sows into our ministry. And if you're watching and you feel led to sow, you can go to churchcityusa.com. You can sow into our ministry. Hey, listen, every bit help. It doesn't matter how big or small. We bless God for you. And uh, we love you. And we want to continue to do the work of the ministry. Thank you. This is your boy, and I'm out.